Hey guys, welcome to an episode of Luke and Lewis. This uh, episode, we're joined by Cam, also known as Struthless. He's a brilliant illustrator. He's a creator. He's a YouTuber. He just published a book uh, all about self-help, and he's a really interesting guy. This episode was really, really funny and and uh, and great. I really enjoyed it, so I think you guys will. Uh, we also have some tour dates to plug. Yes, I am. Uh, my final dates are... When's this coming out? Oh, the Tasmania. That's it. I've added two extra shows, Launceston, uh, September 17th and Hobart, September 21st. We've added two more shows and I'd love to see you there. Yeah. I've got shows uh, coming up in next week. I've got shows, uh, in the Gold Coast on the 16th and then Brisbane on the 17th and the 18th. Those tickets are almost gone. Grab them. And then later on, I'm going to be in Perth, Adelaide, Hobart, Launceston, everything else cancelled. So get your tickets, loosebeers.com, and enjoy this episode with Cam, also known as Struthless. It was really, really great. Hey, this man is, what? What? This man is easily amused. <laughs> Keelan said, give us a clap, I went clap, D, nerd. <laughs> Campbell what? died laughing. <laughs> Welcome back you, to Luke and I'm, Lewis. I'm the Jimmy Fallon of Australia. No, I'm <laughs> um, we're, no, we're joined by Campbell, also known as Truthless. Welcome to the show, mate. It's good to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Really, really do appreciate it. No worries, dude. Uh, if you don't, if you don't know, uh, I mean, how would you describe yourself? Because I probably maybe a, f- a few months ago would have just gone oh, a guy who draws and is kind of funny, but now you've expanded to like this whole thing, you're publishing a book, you're doing YouTube videos, like how would you describe yourself? Oh, great question. Um, I'd probably lead with, yeah, illustrator or animator, mm-hmm. one of the visual ones. So then, yeah. yeah. But then I guess, yeah, YouTuber as well. And, and soon, I feel like I can't call myself an author until the book's fully out. But oh, yeah. yeah. You have a bunch of books that are yet to be sold. That's, That's what it, you man. are at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I then mean, when it's published. You've still written the book, right? You finished it. Still, yeah. Oh, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Mm. As long yeah. as you've completed the book and it has been published, then I think you're an author. Yeah. yeah. Who cares what people think about it, I say. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, dude, I, I uh, recently found out about you, right? So, and then I went and watched your YouTube channel and I wish, and, and maybe a lot, some people are finding out about you for the first time now listening to this. Um, I wish I found out about you a year ago because you're my new life coach. <laughs> your videos are incredible. Oh, thanks dude. Yeah. The self-help has been a weird kind of like career turn. Um, yeah. Life coach now. You're putting life coach in there. You're like, oh, author. Try, now you're working on a TV pilot. What's next? Only fans. Yeah, yeah. Well, how'd you how'd you guess, man? Yeah, you, I wish I'd have found that a year ago as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only cams for the only fans. No, <laughs> oh, dude, even rhymes. Get on. You're wasting yeah, money. Yeah, you know that's actually a thing. People believe phrases more if they rhyme. Mm. It's fucking bonkers. Yeah. So if you ever want to start a cult, just um, I don't know. <laughs> Go with a rhyming assault, I suppose. That maybe that's why R. Kelly was so successful with his cult. Brilliant <laughs> lyricist. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the only way that he could lure all those people into his R. Kelly dungeon was just by uh, like like yeah syllables and rhyming and yeah. Um, but with the self help stuff, yeah, it's it's been strange. I don't know. It's just I think like. Um, maybe it's maybe it's my you know fucking naive white boy savior complex or who knows what it is, but like something kicked in and I was I think it might have been like turning thirty and I was just like oh I should I should I should probably stop being such an edge lord and just like try yeah and do I love helpful. I love that like as as soon as people turn thirty they're like you know what the world needs a video about what I wish I knew in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> That's what every guy. I mean, I'll do it. Three years. I'm writing mine already. I don't oh, probably man, know what it's going to be. Going, you know. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. Like you wait. I'll do, I'll do Lewis that. Lewis looks forty, but he's just getting ready. Yeah, I look I look forty. I'm just but career. I'm just from Melbourne. Yeah, you're like one of those dads that gets real into marathons later in yeah. life. <laughs> Absolutely not, dude. If you saw me run, it would you'd go, no, that's dangerous for your health. That is going to be 100% me, by the way. That'll oh, that, be that, That's going to be your brand. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, it already is. I'm wearing my own merch, which is called the Well Gym. Um, oh, I'm sick. I'm already started a fitness revolution, and um, all it needs now is me just running continuously for five hours. Yeah. <laughs> have, um, you got, have you gotten into some strange fitness habit since all of this stuff happening? I feel like health has been talked about so much more, like mental health and physical health, and everyone's just mm. picked up like, like not. No one's gone gym. Not many people have gone gym. A lot of people have gone strange. Like I've gone swimming. That's my right. thing, and I That's was cool. never That's really cool. into that. 
I definitely like running. Like I really like middle distance running. Yeah. Um, I, I went I went bouldering for a while because I live mm. in the inner west, um, and, and that includes slacklining because. Oh I yeah. Know, after a while, when you hit a percentage coverage of tattoos on your body, you have to learn how to slackline. It's just, <laughs> it's canon. Yeah. It's the rule. And um, and, yeah. I, and I can tell that you got way too into it because you didn't call it rock climbing. You're like <laughs> bouldering, bro. Bouldering, bouldering bro. and slacklining. Rock climbing, yeah. that shit's for amateurs. Oh, yeah, bro. What year is it? 2011? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no ropes on this, bitch. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so look, one of the things like I really wanted to bring up with you, and it was the mm. most shocking thing I've ever heard in a video, right? It, I think it was, I don't know, it was, must have been on one of your recent ones. You were talking about screen time. And oh. uh, about how, you know, how internet, it was the, your video on uh, internet, how it kills creativity. Mm. And it was, I thought you raised a lot of good points and I was re- really interested in that because I often feel the same thing. Lewis and I talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah. Where it's like, dude, it makes me dumber. Like I sit there on my phone, I come out on the other side, a moron, right? Because <laughs> as soon as you go on Twitter, you lose brain cells. Bro, yeah. I get so angry so quick. I'm like, well, fuck you, 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 you and you. you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not good for your mental it's, health. It right? switches your brain off. You know, you can really see it happen when you see like, you know, like an iPad toddler. Like, mm, you mm. look at an iPad toddler and you go, oh, these things are designed to hack into our brains. Look at it. It's not even doing anything. And then you kind of need to realize that that's also you. Like, you're not that different. Yeah. You can just speak and read the words. <laughs> yeah, I was watching, so like, there was true. this little girl, like, near me on the plane, playing this thing the whole, like, two and a half hour plane ride yesterday. And I just thought the same thing. I was like, oh, poisoning the youth minds. And then Mate, I have literally watched you I do know. that. I was doing the same thing. I was, I was next to her playing some stupid car racing game. <laughs> anyway, um, you raised this really good point where you said, I don't know, I've, for some reason I've never even thought about this before and it's, all it is is maths, but it still blew my mind. Well, Maybe, like, that's why I've never thought that's about why. it. <laughs> um, it's because you said uh, if you spend four hours a day uh, of on your phone, if you have an 84, say if your lifespan goes for 84 years, uh, mm-hmm. that's 14 years of your life is spent <laughs> on a screen. It's that, cooked, right? Yeah. I literally have that, that exact printout on my wall right there. And then oh I, I even then, then you like can even subtract sleep from your life. So sleep's a third. That's so, fine. I'm yeah. happy to be unconscious for a lot oh, of it. So am I. So am I. Honestly, Sleeping's like, fun. Early death. Yeah. Like every the, well, night, the, well that freaks me out because I just checked my screen time and I've got a solid seven hours here. I mean, I am in lockdown, but, you know, I don't think it's... That's 30 years. So, uh, you know, really, if we think about it, my life's pretty much over now, you know? Well, then you can make make that uh, when you turn 30 video pretty easy, but when your screen time turns 30, (laughs) things that you wish you knew. Yeah. It's all right, Lewis. We already already know you're not going to live to 84, so you don't have to worry about it. (laughs) Okay, look, look, bro. Luke has this fucking thing reminding me all the time that tall people die earlier. Yeah. Well, is yeah. it an accident-prone thing or is it like an actual health thing? I health. think it's because we just have more body to run, you can't so we spend more pump energy. Blood right. around that big thing forever. Mm. No, you really can't. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else she said? R.I.P. Lewis. Yeah, I miss him. <laughs> ten three ten years more time. years without him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think I think I'm going to balance it out though because I don't drink or do drugs, so I reckon I'm going to average it out. I'm going to hit Respect. the average lifespan. Nice, nice, yeah, and your uh, your skin will age age normally as well. So that's mm. yeah, perfect. You can compare. Yeah, it but with that that thing about the screen time made me sad. Have you changed things yeah, about your sucks. life since learning that? I mean, like the hard part about trying to change right now is lockdown. Definitely, yeah. like my screen time, and I, that's probably why it's on my mind and probably why I made that video because like I'm watching it just increase and I'm watching myself just like get less and less motivated yeah. and just like sit in the couch more and just be like, Ugh, like pacifying my brain. But I'm trying, I'm trying this week to get it down. So like, I was, on Sunday I just turned off my phone completely, which is something I almost never do. And that was, I don't know, do you guys ever do that? I, I do that it's a lot. Liberating. It's the It's yeah. the only way. Honestly, I think the, I don't think we're smart enough, to be honest, to beat the phone. And Straight I think up. that you have to, like, when I go to bed, I think the reason why my, uh, in my when I was in 
Melbourne, I would use, uh, I would charge my phone in a different room when I went to bed. Smart. And that was the only way I could not use it. Because otherwise I would scroll until I fell asleep and then I would wake up and I would scroll for like an hour before I got out of bed. I think the reason why my screen time's so big here is because my phone is right next to my bed. So I actually realized that this morning, I spent an hour on it. I'm like, what am I doing? I got to get ready for this. <laughs> so I'm going to move it. And I, I think the only way, I don't think you can beat the phone. So you got to put it out of arm's reach. So true, man. Lewis, Lewis is actually out of most people I've met, the very guilty. Like you are, yeah. Honestly, sometimes glued to your phone. Like even at the like Luke and Lewis place, I would say like when we usually do our podcast at the warehouse, Lewis is by far the one that has the biggest problem. Like yeah, oh, everything's in arm's reach. That's the problem. Sometimes I click. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I have to click between his eyeline and the phone. I just put my thumb in his face and go, "Oi!" And he's like, "What?" <laughs> Yeah, I'm it's the so only bad. way to snap him out of it. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm, 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 I'm working on it. I've been, been Twitter, getting dude. a lot better. But, is it Twitter? Uh, See, I don't, I don't use I don't Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, neither. It looks scary. It is scary. I use, you, it, for, I use it for content. Yeah, you you dive into all those like hot topic kind of culture wars stuff. I'm terrified of that shit. I used to not be scared, but then I got scared. Yeah, it's not. Look, it's definitely toxic is, is what I think it is. I'm I've started scared. kind just, of moving away from it a bit. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, I think smart. it's hilarious when... This is that's like Luke's one... superpower, is he just can't care about this shit at all. I, Doesn't I can't care fun. about like anything. like a spectrum. This is good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, uh, yeah, you're right in the middle of us, which is where I should be. Like, but I'm the point where, like, there's been moments on the show, like, where I just haven't even known about, like, a major world conflict that's happening. Like, mm. I think I found out about Afghanistan, like, uh, after it had happened. Yeah, he's talking about the country. Like... <laughs> <laughs> The Taliban had already seized it And then I found out about it I didn't find out about it as it was happening Like I'm sure it was all over Twitter When it was maybe in the process Or did it happen overnight Or it literally did happen overnight It was probably 20 20 years in the making No, no, no Actually, yeah, have you ever heard of 9-11? Hey, we're coming up to the 20th anniversary That's great Oh, that's in like four days Yeah, Yeah But yeah, Lewis and our killing get stuck in this wormhole and it's so funny, right? So mm. I do this thing where I'm like, they go, oh, we have to talk about this on the show. Like everyone's talking about it. It's the big news. And I quickly put it in my group chat of normal people, friends, right? And they guys <laughs> just have jobs. Like they're from deaf, you know, some are into sports, some are into music. They're just all yeah. into different stuff, right? I go, mm. hey, has anyone heard about this? <laughs> Always, 100% of the time, no. What's that? Who's that? Dude. And it's because they're not stuck in this echo chamber and it convinces Lewis and Keelan that what they're reading, everyone's talking about. It is It is true. Twitter is not real life. Like I read a real interesting stat. It was, I can't remember the exact figures, but it was something along the lines of uh, 3% of Twitter users contribute like 70% of the tweets. It's like, bonkers. They might not be the exact numbers, but it's really? along the lines of that. Like the giant, minor, the tiny minority contribute to the giant majority of content. And so what, you know, let's, that's why, you know, people will get cancelled by companies or whatever for something that may not matter. Like there's been some just cancellations, but sometimes people get in trouble for something that seems silly when you're in the real world. But then you go on Twitter and you're like, oh my God, how could they have done this? Everyone's yeah. up in arms, but they're not. It's just like a few thousand people. Yeah. And they combine it with some sort of like pseudo intellectual language and then boom, yeah. you're gone. Yeah. There you go. It's crazy shit. Yeah. It is um, quite literally a vocal minority. Like, there's no other mm. way to describe it. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they prove the vocal minority with science. <laughs> Literally. Babe, wake up. New vocal minority just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Cam, you're, you've, uh, obviously you're, you're publishing a book. And uh, you, so you wrote this and you illustrated it? Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. That's some manga Thanks. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think like graphic novel is probably my favorite genre of book. Yeah, me too. Um, definitely the book, like types that have, yeah, consumed, like, well, loved the most. Mm. And so, yeah, I'll show you on screen, actually. Yeah, so this is it. I'm, I'm super proud. Comes out in like three weeks. Um, but yeah, you can sort of see, like, there's a nice so what's it com- called? combination. Oh, it's called Your Head is a Houseboat, A Chaotic Guide to Mental Clarity. And the whole thing is basically just a big, kind of bizarre and an imaginative journey into the center of your brain, told through, like, metaphor. Um, That's cool. So- Thanks, man. But yeah, it's kind of cool. You can sort of see like the combination of art and words just all kind of like dancing around. No, I, so, yeah. I love that. I think that's I think that's really cool. I think 
also it's super accessible because a lot of people really struggle to read like you know oh, and I, me too yeah. people feel stupid for doing it but i don't i like i'm an avid reader but i only got there because i started with like comic books and Dude, i think you same. i think you need to learn to read like actually like learn I, you learn to read but then you need to learn to how to consume like a fucking novel it takes a long time to so true. be able yeah, to sit like, down and go through a book I look at like my fiance and she <clears throat> she can just read anything. She can pick up a book and in like yeah. 5 days it's done and I'm like what that like yes. I, after half a year I'm like I have started three books and I've gotten eight pages through all of them and yeah. <laughs> I don't know like yeah it's just but you're so right about graphic novels like that is exactly how I train myself to read more. So Yeah, and I think honestly I think that using phones makes it harder to read because oh, it, so it lessens true. your attention span. I, I actually notice, like as someone who loves reading, when I use my phone heaps, if I'm working a lot, I'm using my phone a lot, I can't read for longer periods of time. Like I remember I, I got to a point where I was reading one book a week. And really? then, yeah, yeah, I was reading one book a week. And then I got really busy, started using my phone a lot. And then I started going down to like, now I can do maybe one a month, probably even less than that. And I think it's phones. Because it just wow. makes your brain go, nah, reward, reward, reward. Right, right. I totally get that. Well, it's, it's like working on projects as well. When you work on something where you don't have to post or you don't get to post it for like a year and you're like, mm. you're like, like there's something in you that gets to the end of whatever that day. Like you would have found this with death threats don't scare me or something where you get to yeah. the end of the day of working on it and you'd be like, and nothing. There is yes. no reward. <laughs> I am just slightly closer to the end of the goal. Yeah, yeah. And then and then even like a like a giant project like that that took months that was like my life. And mm. then the end of it, you have like a fucking amazing day. And then after it, when the project is done, you're like, oh, what? What's <laughs> now? What am I doing with my life? What's going on now? I guess I'll make it. YouTube video? Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> that What's feeling up, is yeah. like the most shallow feeling in the world. It's the the, the never-ending pit of just like yeah. the, every creative is like yeah. you get to one goal and then you're like, huh. It, it sounds so <laughs> – it makes you seem like an asshole though because other people would love to achieve what you have and mm. then you get to there and you're like, all right, well, I worked really hard so I guess I did that. <laughs> I, I actually – I read a really interesting thing about – like creative motivation that that I think that that Luke and I have done accidentally or like we've just we've just worked out by trying and failing and I think that um what I read was your your level of creative effort needs to be slightly less than the reward that you get from putting it out because Otherwise, if your effort is here, and is that why all your videos you get, suck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Burn. but it's why they got. It's why that I've started making them less, uh, less good because I would put so much effort into it and I would kill myself over it, and then it would come out, and I would I would dread starting the next one because it was so difficult See, to get you, done. I watched two of your videos last night. I, so last night I just binge YouTube because I haven't be, had time to watch it in two and a half weeks because I've been touring, right? Mm. So I just haven't been on the internet. I realized I hadn't looked at my subscriptions in about three weeks, which yeah. is probably a good thing. So That's it means nice I went through and watched jump. the shit I actually mm. wanted to watch because mm -hmm. I was like, don't have time for all these. I watched my few. So I watched a couple of your ones because I, like, oh, I wonder what Lewis has been doing in Tasmania. And um, they were good. Like they were funny. I was laughing and I could not even notice a quality difference yeah. at all. It was just... Oh, Lewis is talking about something again. Yes, isn't that yeah. what all your videos were anyway? Well, yeah, like that's 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 what I realize is like you need to make the the level of effort uh, low enough that you can do it consistently, which makes you better without mm. burning yourself out. Because the reality of it of it is, no one actually gives a fuck other than you. Like you can get, I reckon you can get your audience to care about one, maybe two big things: Cam's book our shows, my comedy special, stuff like that. One or two big things a year. Other than that, they just want to be entertained and that's all you can really expect from them. You know, so, that's what yeah. we're there for is just go, hey, I'm going to entertain you for 10 minutes. They've got 10 minutes. That's, that's not the end of the world. So you stressing over it heaps and going, fuck, doesn't really help anyone. No. That's so true. Yeah, because I'm, I'm blown away by your output, Lewis. Like, just having seen you over the years do things like where like I feel like from me watching you it's like something will happen and then you'll be like okay I'll chase this for a while like the real talks like when you're yeah. like this is what I'm chasing for a while and then you'll like you know jump back on YouTube and you're like I'm pumping this for a while or then like you'll get back on your show and you're like I'm pumping this for a while and I'm like yeah. so fascinating from like 
I guess, somebody who's doing something similar to watch you who is quite explicit in having strategy. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, particularly in Australia, I think people are like, there's a bit of a taboo on like wanting success or wanting fame or wanting. I think that's, I yeah. think that's pathetic. I don't want fame. No, I don't, no, no, like, no, no. I, that's not my goal. But I think I think fame comes Neither with this, for obvi- the record. obviously. Yeah. Like yeah. I think that I I wouldn't turn my nose up at it, obviously, because that's just a signifier of success. But I think I think that's a big problem with with Australian culture is that pe- like trying and going, I want to achieve that, is almost looked down upon by other people, which I think is really weird. Like. That's, I think that's what's a cool thing about syndrome. it. Yeah, yeah. Th- you can't yeah. achieve anything in this country. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're trying to follow your dreams." Fuck yeah. you. You see <laughs> it all the time. <laughs> like when I went to America, that was probably a, quite a big culture shock. Where I would just hear dreams all the time, and people go, "That's cool. I want to do this." You Dude, never totally. ever hear that here. Yeah, I feel like the culture is slightly changing because like the internet celebrates it, and now we're spending more time on the internet than well, we are. Well, I think country. our culture is slowly becoming more American because that's yes. where culture, like the good is and the bad, from. Yeah, you know? yeah, good and bad. You know, you got the you've got the oh you can do it mentality, and then you've got the hey let's take horse medicine. <laughs> You know, you got to take the good and the bad. So many people, like, I've seen all those, like, sovereign letters coming out and they literally start with we the people. And I'm like, you're Australian. This is literally the American Constitution. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Got to love, like, like dumb people trying on loyally talk. Yeah, they definitely just watch like a bunch of like American legalese, which which would work there, but like you yeah. might as well be speaking a different language. Like that's not the rules we have. I object. Yeah. <laughs> um, Campbell, one thing I wanted to know is how long do your videos take? Because you put little animations in them mm-hmm. and stuff, and I assume you do that all yourself, right? So yeah. You, it's like there's two parts: is editing the normal video, then going over and adding little animations. Is that days? Um, well, I definitely like unknowingly, I guess I do what Lewis just talked about, which is like a shittier version of my animation style, like way shittier. Like it's all Mm. like stick figures and, you know, basic digital stuff. Um, but yeah, I guess like usually they might take three days, I would say. Yeah. But they're like three quite full days. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes longer. Yeah. But that's probably what they average too. Crazy for like a YouTube video. Like I was watching him going, oh, this must take forever. This is so good. Really high quality. Oh, thanks dude. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. How, how long do your do you guys take to edit well, stuff? Well, we have I have at the I, downstairs I got two people that are working for me. So I so Sick. I I would say that maybe they take 2 days but condensed into one cuz two people are working on it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's the only reason why I've managed to create so much stuff is because I'm like, all right, well, the task I've set for just myself is impossible, so I need help. I'm yeah, good. I think yeah. like I do like Seva do videos where like review the Bachelor. We might have like two hours of footage by the end of it, mm. and then I condense that down to like f- ten to fifteen minutes, and that probably takes me like two and a half days, and that's full days, mm. like wow. two ten-hour days, and then thumb, but you know thumbnail upload. The process takes a long time. People don't mm. realize once you finish the video, you haven't finished the video because then post you have to make it. a thumbnail, post it, promote it, and then if you really want to have it go well, you got to clip it up and put some of it on TikTok and yep. Instagram, and really the video is half the work. <laughs> it really and is. Then, yeah, yeah. TikTok is like short clips is becoming its own job. Like literally at, at Luke and Lewis, we have a guy. His only job is to make short clips. Like Holy that's snakes. his whole job. And it's, how many how many people do you guys have? In your ecosystem. Oh, uh, between the two of us, I've, I have there's three or two and then... There's like five. Have, wow. Five, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Nice. There's, That's sick. It's really it's really cool. Like, I think it's... You know what's really cool is is being able to give someone like a, a cool, good, fulfilling job. I hope, oh, anyway. Totally, it's, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fingers because I've, had, cool I've job, had terrible yeah. jobs, you know, oh, and, and I always hated them and I always wanted something cool. So it's, you know, like to... You know, give that to someone else. I hope. <laughs> no, totally, yeah, I totally think the only reason it. why, like, we mm. have to get other people to do it for us is because, like, I've been, you know, doing shows. I did seven shows this week <clears throat> of my own yeah. hour since Thursday. Thursday to Sunday, I did seven shows. So mm. we have, like, no time Damn. to do other shit. I was just it's exhausted all weekend. I think, yeah. like, stand up yeah. is being stand up and being a YouTuber is, is actually two completely separate jobs. Like, there's some crossover in terms of. 
being funny. But that's kind of it. It's like yeah. everything else is completely different skill sets and the amount of effort you need to put in. So I think that if I was just a YouTuber, I could probably do a lot of the stuff myself. But uh, I, you know, I want I'm stand up first and foremost. Do you kind of view yourself as something? before all of the other shit that you do? Because that's an interesting thing about being a creative is whether you're a musician or a fucking, even a, like an Olympic athlete, you also have to be a social media influencer now. So totally. what do you see yourself as? And then all the other stuff just feeds First and back. foremost, probably illustrator. Yeah. Um, yeah, first and foremost, like I feel like a cartoonist. Yeah. And then everything else, like, I mean, the like I literally started making videos because I had this idea which... I tried to draw into a comic. I'm like, oh, there are too many moving parts. And so I turned on the camera yeah. and just explained it with like images popping up. Mm. And I was like, ah, that was cool. And then I just kind of kept doing that. So like that's where it all came from. But yeah, I'd say Illustrator first. And then everything else has just kind of stemmed from there. Like I guess animation stems from there pretty like yeah. obviously. And then, yeah, I guess like YouTubing and talking. And then after I met Bryce and he's just like, we, we started talking. I was like, oh, Maybe I do like the sound of my own voice. Like, who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? You know, you got one podcast now. Soon you'll be like us. You'll have two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you guys do. Because you got memoirs of a white guy. Yeah, that's what it used to be called. I'm actually going to stop doing that soon and I'm going to start doing one with my girlfriend. So still oh, doing two. Sick, sick. But uh, I feel like it, it needed a little bit of a different... Angle. I think that's actually a scoop. I don't think I've announced that on my actual podcast yet. Mm. Oh, soft launch, baby. <laughs> soft launch. Um, yeah, I'm going to be stopping doing It's called the Luke Kidgel Hour. It's exactly the same. You know why I changed it? It was two reasons. One, uh, it's good to have your name in the title. Uh, Memoirs of White Guys, like, who's what's that? Um, and two, uh, it didn't age very well last year. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not very good. It's very tough to post about. Hey, come check out an hour of what a white guy thinks while everyone oh, yeah. else is posting about Black Lives Matter. Oh my god! It started out as like a joke of like, ah, oh, I'm basic and I like Mr. Brightside. Hey, it's fairy bread. You? Yeah. I, I thought I thought it was clever as fuck. I remember reading that title just like as it came up on like iTunes and shit. I'm like. Fuck, I wish I thought of that. It's that's very what self-aware. we thought. When when it was come up with ages ago, both Luke and I were like, that's that's great. That's going to age really well. <laughs> it is a good title because yeah, at, the, at the time, it was like this joke about being self-aware that not yeah. everyone wants to hear what you have to say, but mm. fuck it, I'm going to... Because the whole point was I don't talk about issues. Like I was just talking about yeah. like, you know, fat birds and like shit I saw during the week. Yeah, that's um, clever. Yeah. But yeah, now I'm going to do one with my girlfriend, Meg, who we do videos Meg. online together. And he, oh, Meg, cool. Um, <laughs> Meg, I'm so confused. You're Meg? just gonna say Meg. Oh, yeah, Meg! <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird, man. That's... Like you know those memories that are just gonna stick out as times mm. when you were just supremely confused. <laughs> like, that was a top ten right there. That is the <laughs> dumbest in joke of our show that's never it's been explained. Dumbest... You know there happens... is no explanation. All Dude. the time yeah. uh, at shows, like Meg will go and make. Uh, she'll go put out. Uh, <laughs> she'll go put out my um, water bottle on stage sometimes, and the whole crowd is just like Meg, 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 Meg. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. And she sells my merch after the show, and people like walk up to her and go, "Hey, Meg, Meg, uh, can I get um?" A- <laughs> That's so. Funny. It's insane. Um, so and then she does it back to them. It's very confusing. Mm, very strange. And and some people are like, what's that joke about? And there is literally nothing to get. Oh, like often, yes. yeah, like I love pretty that. much all of our jokes, there's uh, zero <laughs> substance to it, but it's a bit of fun. Yeah. What you see is what um, you get, kids. But yeah, I'm going to do a podcast with Megan. I feel like that it just is better because there's more of a couple angle. There's also mm. more, more of a reason to listen. Like this is like, you know, us as mates doing mm. a podcast together, which is like, a good appeal but sometimes i just repeat stories in my podcast that i've already told lewis on here or vice versa so i was like i think i'd talk about different things with my girlfriend than i would mm. with lewis so i totally. think that that makes me more excited to do it anyway yeah that's cool that's cool and then mm. what, what's your other pod lewis i'm actually also starting a podcast with luke's girlfriend <laughs> Meg. Yeah. No, I've, uh, uh, mine's just a solo one And that's, that's where I scream all the poison That fills my brain from Twitter Out oh, into the fantastic. world and make it worse uh, nice. No, it's just, it's just I genuinely enjoyed doing it 
by myself. You should update your bio of your podcast to that. To that, yeah. yeah. It's spilling the poison, poison from my brain into yours. No, it's 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 just I just like ranting. Like I was a big fan of Bill Burr's podcast and oh, yeah, yeah. um and uh that kind of inspired me to just start a solo one way back when before there was many people doing podcasts at all here. And I just, yeah, I just like yelling about all of the politics and the news and the trending social media bullshit that that I that is like a guilty pleasure, and I get to yell about it and say all of the fuck things that'll get me cancelled in ten years. <laughs> that's that's really what it is. It's uh, you know, Cancel if you call it memoirs of a white then. guy didn't age well. Wait till you hear episode a <laughs> hundred and something of Spearhead Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your one with Bryce called? God is dead. <laughs> Great. I yeah. wish I'd have thought of that. That's yeah. <laughs> that another name which gets us in trouble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um basically it's about like all the fucked internet content that you can find and awesome. whether or not it proves whether God has abandoned humanity and led us to rot or not. So yeah, that's <laughs> the great. format. Constantly questioning. Yeah. <laughs> Is, are there any highlights of things that you found that you've talked Ooh, about there? Yeah, there was this furry. You guys might have seen this, but there was a furry who um, wanted to completely transition to their fursona. Mm. Um, but to cut off their hands and make paws, that's elective surgery. I've seen this. Yeah. So instead what they did is fake an accident where they got their hands in dry ice. So then it had to be an emergency subsidized surgery. Yeah. And then they got their hands cut off and they're like, Welp, I guess it happened. Oopsie. And using all this baby talk to announce that they now have no hands. I'm like, yeah. that's fucked up. <laughs> and what what did you conclude that God is well and truly deceased? God is so fucking dead. Oh. That's, yeah, no that's de- fucking crazy. Yeah. So mm. you know what that happened? That happened so long ago. I remember reading about that years ago. I oh, think mm. I wonder what he's doing right con. now. What do you think he's yes. doing at this very moment? And and that that's like the the bleeding question. It's like, dude, you don't get your hands back. That's a one way process. Yeah. Yeah, he's not growing them back. It's, yeah. It's not like you know what he's probably doing right now? Like reaching for something and then he's got pause. So he's like, oh, shit. That's probably what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. Trying just to dial, dial his mum to be like, it was just a phase, but he can't hit the fucking buttons. Yeah. There's a, See, there's you a know what? All time low that... was a phase for me, right? <laughs> but And I'm still in it. Actually, never mind. That's a bad point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there is a guy on YouTube that tells all of these like terrible internet stories. That's a channel that I really love. He's called Justin Wang. And he just mm. his, cha- his channel is just tales from the internet. And if, if you just go on his channel and just look at some of the titles... You don't even need to watch the video. You go, yeah, God's God's yeah. left a long time ago. Yeah, God has <laughs> left the chat, baby. Yeah. <laughs> boys, boys, boys. Do and you girls. have, and girls, but for your boyfriends, I mean, it's called Manscaped, so, you know. Um, men, men, men. Men, men, men. Do you have disheveled balls? Probably in lockdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fix it. And we can help you. Manscaped.com. Dot au uh, get the lawnmower 4.0 it's just yeah. good that's it it's good get it bye <laughs> purchase manscaped.com slash sound off use the link yes if you use our code sound off you get uh 20 off and free shipping we would highly recommend the shaver it is really good we both yeah. use it um lewis could probably maybe be using it on his face um, yeah, I've, I've been thinking about that, but I'm really enjoying the, the disheveled look at the moment. I think I am actually going to use the old beard trimmer at some point, but I'm, I'm saving it up for a special occasion. When I get out, day one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make myself look nice. Right now, I'm looking like a cave goblin, but manscaped.com is, is you know, disregard the face, the nuts look great. Yeah, but if your nuts are starting to look like Lewis, then maybe time to uh, use the code. You know, uh, some people have probably heard us talk about this for months now, being like, maybe, maybe. It's time. Look at the screen, look at your ball sack, and if it even slightly resembles <laughs> Lewis's face. is isn't good. Not what you want. It's out. Manscaped.com slash sound off. They support the podcast, so support the brands that support us. And... Um, yeah, cheers to Manscaped and uh, thanks to everyone who's got it. And a lot of good feedback. People yeah. have got it in the Discord. They really like it, which is good. Yes. Great. Manscaped.com. Cool. Bye. Oh, God, we need a lull horn. We just hit a natural lull. Hang on. Oh, I don't have a horn here. Oh, you got a lull horn. We usually have a lull horn. Um, oh, that's cool. 
where mm. we hit a natural lull, it kind of resets the energy, but now we're just stuck in the lull. Damn, got to got to chuck in an ad for NordVPN. Yeah. All right, t- time for an ad break. Oh, thank God. Oh, there we go. We got a horn. Oh, you've got Do you have the yeah. horn with you? I of course I packed the horn. What if there was a lull? Oh, good. <laughs> Can you please reset the energy? Yeah. Great. Great. Well, it sounds a little bit sick, this lull horn at the moment. I don't oh know what happened. God. It didn't travel well. It's a bit sick. It sounds like it's Tasmanian now. Yeah. Mm. Jesus. Yeah, you know what that said? That's that said, oh, when his sister bent over. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tasmanian um, gear for days, baby. Now, mm. I believe you're uh, you're pitching a pilot. Is this correct? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what yeah. we're doing at the moment. Yeah, on mm-hmm. the pitch circuit, which is kind of, I don't know, it's weird. Like, you guys, have you guys made TV shows? <laughs> yeah, well, I've made a pilot. I oh, made Lewis I has. made Spears vs America and and pitched oh, that around a little bit. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's more or less where we're at. So, like, we've sort of lined up, I guess, the various you know mm. interested parties, and we've got like the sort of distributor who's seen it and he's given us the green light. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much an animated show about a magical alien space camel who comes to Earth to try fit in. Yeah. <laughs> you awesome, said that man. like it was pretty run of the mill. You were like, you know, the shows when yeah, there's a- you know, all the various formats that we're all that we've all yeah, come yeah. to know and love. Yeah, no, it's I mean, there's like it's a bit hard to always describe something without any like visual material or without mm. like the actual content to back me up. But yeah, it's kind of like a high school comedy, but the central character happens to be from outer space and is trying to understand Earth. But the only way that he's learnt about Earth is by watching Earth TV. So all his That's cool. lessons, like he tries to equate to like after school specials and all the TV he's seen is quite yeah. dated as well. So it's him kind of making sense of the world through old media, but now the world's kind of changed and he's, yeah, just has this it's kind like of It's like Australians crisis. trying to make sense of American culture just through How yeah. Met Your Mother. I was like, this is what it's like to live in New York. And then I got to <laughs> New York and I was like, oh, this isn't... I'm like- not hearing any laughter. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't anyone singing? <laughs> um, yeah, that that's a very cool concept. And obviously, it's, it's an animation. And yep. it, do you do a voice in it? Yeah, I play the school bully. And yes. also awesome. this conservative Christian Kiwi kid. So you didn't cast yourself as the main? <laughs> no, no, no. My friend Dante plays the main character. Yeah, um, cool. And I don't know, He's he's got like this rich, beautiful Brooklyn accent. And so it yeah. sounds like the kind of voice that you might pick up if you'd watched enough TV. Um, yeah, so, right. Yeah, that's yeah. smart. So, okay, yeah, that's good. So it was that kind of thinking. But yeah, we've got quite a couple, couple <clears throat> of like really fun voice actors in there. Briggs is a voice. He plays oh, cool. a couple of characters. Um, Ruby Fields is one of the mains. Um, who else? Nat. Nat's what I reckon. He plays yep. this kind of janitor character who's like this yep. creepy old dude. He kind of talks like this. He's got one of those voices. <laughs> That's sick. The whistle voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those. So, what, what's your what's your moonshot for this? Like, where do you want to see it end up? I think everybody wants to see their shit on Netflix. You of know? course, yeah. <laughs> on the top ten, number yeah. one, baby. Anything less, and I will cry. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But oh man, like first time, first time trying something like this. Like, I will take what I can get. Well, like, that's that's what you got to do, you know. Yeah. Like, I I was mm. like, man, I'm gonna get my comedy special on Netflix, and you know, it's in JB Hi-Fi, so I'll take it. Congrats! That's, <laughs> that's what I did. I was like, I'm gonna get it on Netflix, guys. It's on Amazon Prime. Mm. Um, you're- Dude, but that's great. Like, that's cool. yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's no JB Hi-Fi, but no. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I should have tried to one up you and tried to get an insanity in Gimpy or something oh, like that. I well, did I went, see it in I went past once. the sanity the other day in regional Queensland. Rockhampton, maybe? Oh, one of those. That's so It's like funny. Rockhampton or Bundaberg. I saw a sanity and I, I stopped. I was yeah. walking along and I went, holy shit. <laughs> and then so I just sorry kept... to do this. Sorry. Hang on. I really don't want to hear that story. Sorry. I just got to. Oh, wait. Is he getting something from sanity? Oh, no. It's just. Have you been, mate? Has Tasmania? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't. I'm not allowed to leave my house. I got what? no idea what it's like. What's this? Sorry, oh, uh, you left. Just... He he blew the lull horn. Then I said, "How's Tasmania?" And he said, "I don't know. I think you had a breakdown." Anyway, it's good you're back. <laughs> okay, hang on. So you're in Rockhampton and you see this fossil of a store. That's yeah. it. That was the story. I, oh, I concluded gorgeous. the story. I was mesmerized. I thought it was like I was having I was seeing an illusion. 
You know, oh, like when you're out in the yeah. desert. What's it called? Uh, a, um, Mitsubishi Mirage. Mirage. That's mm. it. Great. I should read more, guys. Anyway. <laughs> That's um, all like those graphic novels we've been reading. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah the translucent pages in between the desert graphics. <laughs> yeah. I actually do want to read more because I want to be uh, more intelligent. Literally, <laughs> I've realized sometimes when I'm on stage and mm. I miss out on great opportunities for crowd work because I actually just don't fully understand what the person is talking about. And it's happened a lot of times on this tour. Like I got, I was felt like an idiot. Someone was like, I was talking about cum because that's mm. mainly what my show is about. Yeah. And um, someone was like, what about test tube babies? Now, I didn't realize that was like, that was IBF. Mm. I thought that was a different thing. Like so I was like, test tube test babies. <laughs> I was like, what? I've never really heard anyone say that before. Or it was like, kind of popular in the 90s, I guess, that term. Yeah. So I was just lost for did, like a minute. The whole crowd did was you say laughing IBF? at me. He did. Is it VF? Yeah. <laughs> but that's in the thing. Vitro. I swear to God that the person in the crowd said BF. I mean, it was in yeah. Brisbane. I don't know. They probably yeah. don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> in Brizzy fertilization. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I had no idea what to, and I just like had to let the bit die and I was like mm. thinking afterwards I was like, man, I need to like read a book, huh? <laughs> yeah, but you ha- you have to be smart about what type of book you read because the type of books I've been reading are like science fiction books based 40,000 years in the future. So, that if doesn't someone help said anyone. Yeah, no. If someone said test tube baby, I'll be like, oh, like how most of the human race functions now? Of course. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you mean how I get my food? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I just feel like some things. I'm like even some professions. I don't know. Like oh, sometimes, dude, I'm like, what do you one. do? And then and then they say a thing, and I'm like, I've never heard of that before. That's the that's the worst. You know the worst one I I ever did. And this is just fucking dumb. This is one of those things. You know when you you actually know something, but in the moment it's just not in your brain. Oh, I yes. go, what do you do for work? And he goes, landscaper. And I literally. <laughs> I literally couldn't think of what a landscaper is, like in the moment. <laughs> I know what that is. It's a guy that works outside in the like in the dirt. No, but like it's a simple they, job. They scape the land, bro. Yeah, that, but that's that's what I said words. in the moment. But I didn't know what the fuck that was. I stupidly was going, oh, so it's kind kind of like an architect for outside, which is. Technically true. That feels you're like not a wrong, nice way but you're just it. also not right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It could be a poetic way of being right. Yeah, and yes. I'm an architect of the land. Yes, yes. I conduct the grass. That's <laughs> good. Do you ever have like when people are like that? You go, oh, what are you studying? And they say a degree, and you don't know what the words mean. Yeah, like they're like, oh, I'm doing like biomedical engineering, and you're like, what is that like? What is that though? What the fuck what you, is what biomedical engineering? Yeah, at your degree. Yeah, just and I go, what is that? And they go, well, it's kind of like, uh, and then they just get lost in this explanation. And half the crowd's like, well, oh, Luke's an idiot. And half the crowd's like, I'm not going to say anything because I also don't know what that is. <laughs> we are also publishing memoirs of a white guy. <laughs> yeah. Nah, look, if you can't explain the degree that you're studying in a sentence, that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer when somebody goes law. I'm like, oh, yeah. I've heard uh, yes. of this. Yes, yeah, yes. I, follow, I follow those. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's anyway. I need to read. Um, so what were we talking about before? I'm mm. not sure. We went. Sanity. Oh, your pilot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty much yeah. Ended as you wrapped it up. I think yeah. we wrapped that one up. Yeah. Well, yeah. good luck. One thing I did want to ask Thanks. is, um, how long have you been doing it for? Like, did, when did you start drawing or illustrating? Oh yeah, uh, probably about five years ago. So cool. I, wow. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. You're good. We, Weird, oh, thanks, dude. No, it's like a weirdly recent. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I like doodling and stuff, but like, as like that makes me upset. Most kids do. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Only five years ago. That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. I I think I'd always like enjoyed being creative, but I was really more like I don't know. I guess I liked music at first. Yeah. But yeah, I guess. Like, you, were you playing in bands yeah, and stuff? Yeah, playing in bands. That's that tracks. Yeah. I look yeah. at you. Mm. I look at guys yeah. in bands. You look at the you've, baby. You've, you've played in bands. <laughs> this, guy, this guy's What type bands. of music? Uh, lots of stuff. Like kind of, I guess, folk punk sort of yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. There are no surprises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. 
yeah, try and like, try and wow us because currently you are just backing up that beanie. Yeah, yeah. I really am, and I live in Newtown. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm also vegan, dudes. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I played in bands for a while, and then I don't know. I guess I kind of like yeah, just a series of like That's jobs cool. that went nowhere, some jobs that went somewhere, and then eventually I think I decided that I would like to do tattooing. Sorry. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> man, three mean? blasts an episode. I thought this episode was going well, but the horn seems to disagree. I mean, it, it, uh, it's only been one natural horn. Two mm. have been to fill a lull with mm. Campbell leaving. Um, didn't actually yeah. tell us why he left last time. Mm. Keeps walking out. Sus- um, suspicious. Maybe suspicious. he's got band practice in the other room. Potentially. Yeah. What was this? We're just theorizing what, you've, what you're doing. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone's got to make money. No, oh. <laughs> Lewis said, "Were well, you doing band practice in the other room?" <laughs> Just pulling out my French horn, uh, make, making some yeah, nice old old school punk. Um, no, no, we because we sell merch, so the couriers come to the door. Oh yeah, and then like yeah, because yeah, we use like a bunch of different couriers depending if people live in like overseas oh, or yeah. here. Yes. Or, you guys know it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Oh yeah, yes. you know, I actually got uh, a bunch mm. of Luke's merch delivered to. Here for a couple, I couple about hours that. ago. Yeah, he's like your merch my... came. I was like, what? Dude, he's that like, is you... it's such an inconvenience. We have such a tiny house, and these massive boxes of like some other guy's merch have arrived. I'm like, great. I guess I'll put them somewhere. Luke, you merch can't cop yourself, it. bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, those yeah. people in Tassie better cop that shit. Mm. All right. Otherwise, we're gonna have it stuck in our place. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. So one thing I was leading to is mm. I think mm. I... So where did you start posting your oh, yeah. stuff on the internet? Yeah, five, pretty five much. Five years ago. Five years when ago. You, pretty much when you started. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I think I, I drew like an ibis on the back of like... I was at the pub. It was like, you know, the doggies paper. And then I just drew it and then snapped a photo and I was like, oh, this is sick. And then I just like chucked it up online and then mm. pretty much just went from there. That's awesome. Yeah. One thing I think I've realized is I have seen your work like over and like reposted over and over again on Twitter and stuff like your stuff how, how have you dealt with that over the years like your stuff has got stolen and reposted because they're essentially like original memes right mm, thanks and people treat them like it's not art it is it is <laughs> like it annoys yeah. me like it pisses me off yeah Luke, it, Luke and I will us. get annoyed but mm. but at the end of the day if someone steals our video it's got our face in it so like yeah. the the more successful you become the more people will comment this is from this guy and yeah. so so stealing your shit went from bad to almost positive because we were big enough that fans would direct people where to find us with an image it's, your face isn't in it. Isn't well, in it. It think, seems a yeah. lot more like how have you stealable. dealt with that well, over sometimes, the years? Yeah, I think at first <laughs> I, was, I was like, I found it funny because like I wasn't, you know, I had a job and stuff. I wasn't really going for career fame. I'm like, oh, cool, it's yeah. over here now, and yeah. that's kind of sick. And then after a while, I guess people started like picking up on you know my like illustration style, so then they could tag back. But yeah. the one that really pisses me off is if I've got something. And I've drawn it and let's say it's like a graph or like a flow chart or something. And then somebody yep. recreates it. So now it doesn't have any yeah, of my style, yuck. but it's but all it's my jokes. The and I'm joke. Like, and yeah. I'm like, you've made it uglier and now yeah. you've made it unrecognizably mine. Fuck you. I fucking yep. hate this. And then That's like, the worst. I always had these like handbrakes on whether or not I should like watermark my stuff. Cause I'm like, oh, like, I guess when I started posting, I, I thought it was like arrogant, which is weird. I was like, That's that. That's that Australian culture, man. Literally, dude. Literally, it's so cooked. Yeah. And um, I'm so sorry. Far out. Look at me. Um, yeah. And, and because I'm like, oh, people, it's like, you know, putting an exclamation point at the end of your joke. I'm like, it's like, hey, guys, laugh with me. This is great. This is worth mm. sharing. And if it gets stolen, everyone will know because it's worth stealing, you know, like yeah. just all these like shit that played in my head. But I don't know. I think, it's not the I think case it's at just, all. No, it's, I not, think it's, it's just, not. It's like brand identity. It's, it's just mm. helping people find more of your stuff. That's all that I see it as is like, yeah. you know, if you want to create more stuff and you want people to see it, you've got to tell people that you made it and, and that it's good. Like you see so many people in every industry release something and then trash talk it. And it's like, if you don't think it's good, why the fuck would I even try it? Yes. Yes. Completely. Yeah. But I think it, at this point, I'm like, I don't know if like I, I see it happen all the time. Like there are a few that... 
I see a lot more. Like I did this one. It was like an acrostic poem for woke and it was white guys on ketamine explaining basic concepts. Yeah. And yeah, and it had like some picture of a dude who looks like even more exaggerated than I do of a hipster. Yeah. And he was like, and I was like, oh, this is fun. And now that one just appears on meme pages all the time. And then I don't know if you guys saw that one I did of a baby boomer cartoon. Nah. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's kind of like a parody of all those old newspapers that are like, uh, like you know, when oh, like a 60 year old Com- yeah. like cartoonist has like a hot take on the world and they're yeah. just like, like a Ben Garrison comic. So yes, yeah, yes. it was a satire of one of those. And that one I'm always kind of happy to see get posted because there's like half the people know it's satire and know it's me and then half the other people are like, this is the dumbest comic I've ever seen. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, those, that, those are, I've had that happen where you create something that's like a piss take or, or satirical or meant to mm. be stupid. And like, if you post it, your audience intrinsically understands your humor. So they almost always get it. But then you take that and you put it in like some vacuum and it's so funny seeing all of these people just believe that it's real and go, this guy's a fucking idiot. That's happened to me so many times. It's awesome. I'm about to post one this week and I know people who don't know who I am will, will <coughs> probably won't find it funny, but the people who do follow me already will. And that's why I've been like, uh, should I post it or not? What it's like it? me and um, the, there's a guy on TikTok called Charlie Custard who spins stuff yes, on his yeah. finger. I don't know if you've seen Sick. him, but he just nah. like Spin stuff. He's really good at spinning shit, right? And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck this guy. Yeah, he's like yeah. Short we filmed dude. a video yeah. in Adelaide yeah. a couple of months back where the yeah, joke was it was like a, just a bit for the vlog, and it was like oh, like let's see what's more popular in the streets, uh, jokes or spitting. And mm. obviously, like the school kids around, like he's spinning shit is mm. way better. Everyone's going nuts. Well, he's spinning a MacBook. This is crazy. I get up there and tell like, like there's like 20 school kids there and I'm like, gather around, gather around. I'm like in Rundle Mall and I just tell like this one liner that's like objectively shit and then all these kids go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the bit yeah. and then he spins something and it's like all got up. Like I tell them to go, I go, what once he spins it, you guys are going to go fucking crazy and yeah. he spins it and they'll go, oh. And then I'm just like, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Like, and it's obviously just a fake bit for the vlog. But I know, and my fans will understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you put that on TikTok, everyone will be like, these jokes suck. Oh. Spinning was clearly better. Oh like, you, I, you already know that that's going to yeah. be like oh, the top comment. Completely. Oh, yeah. it, it hurts my soul a bit. That it's like, it's really sad as well that some people like really view everything as well in their life from like a real. Like from their own, like just from a real objective standpoint, they're mm, like, mm. Well, well, that's that loud minority here. that we talked about at the start is yeah. like the people who will see stuff and then because every you know, Bill no, Burr has this great. It's not a minority. There are some morons on that. <laughs> well, they're, they're fucking kids. Like I think yeah, they're children. The like yeah. I used to. I don't know how the fuck I would have dealt with social media when I was ten. Mm. You know. Like I, you know, I'm living with my my girls, or I, I was living with my girl's little brother. He's 13, and and he will show me stuff, and and it will be like clearly fake, and he can't always identify it. He's getting better, but in, but then you know, like it's things from pranks to satirical opinions to this and that, and it's like an adult doing it, right? So it's very easy to trick a child, and I yeah. I wonder what effect all of that like fake bullshit is going to yeah, have I guess when school, they become adults if you think about it we see like uh even sarcasm or humor or like oh it's mm. funny because it sucks type jokes in day-to-day life because we hang out with yeah. other adults i guess if you went to school kids aren't actually funny so i guess they're not, <laughs> no they're not like no, I, yeah, you no. know no one is like at primary school the th- they're not seeing those types of humor in their day-to-day life so then they get on the internet they're like oh this is real yeah that's so weird. I never even thought about that. It's cooked. There's um, also studies done with old people, like people older older than sixty five are worse at attempt uh, at um, identifying like misinformation and sponsored content and satire on the internet, just because that's because they grew up with it. Why? That, why would it. they yeah. be? They yeah. haven't grown up. I feel like no. yeah. our, our the people our age and maybe maybe five ten years younger and older, we're the ones that I suppose have enough perspective with the internet and with real life to identify a lot of the shit. But then you have the other spectrum who has never had the internet and then on the other side, the people who have only, only had, had the, the internet. internet. And, it's, and, you know, when we're gone, it will just be that. So yeah. we've, we've seen it, like, um, evolve. We've it, seen it grew it up with us. We, we went through space. puberty at the same time, yeah. us yeah. and the internet. Yes. Us and the internet were growing <clears throat> at the same time. And yeah. then Pimples. I think a lot of old people, like you 65 plus or whatever, got on it maybe, like, 2015. 
Yeah. Like literally only in the last probably five years. Whereas we're all on it from like 2011, mm. 2012. Mm. There was that three year period where it was just young people. And yeah. it was yeah. fucking crazy. It was funny. All that yeah. shit that on yeah. Facebook that used to get posted. Well, yeah, it's it's so interesting. So, like, in that same study about the old people, the, the other fact that blew my mind was that a lot of older people thought that the Facebook news feed was what everybody saw. They didn't know that it was an algorithm. Oh. So they thought it was like a newspaper. Yeah, like, why we are would all you? getting the same news. And I'm like, of course you would. Yeah, because like, everyone was. You know, yeah. everyone's age like, is the age. They would assume it's, the it's broadcast media. media. And I'm yeah, like, that's true. Which that's really mind. interesting. Yeah, but it's yeah. so funny. What do you funny. get on your Facebook newsfeed if you don't follow any pages? Say if you make your Facebook account, you don't have any friends. You do? Oh. Do you get anything on your feed still? Good question. Yeah, right? yeah. They they yeah. just. I think they just show they just, you like a broad brush of what you should like based on because you know you start a Facebook profile. They know your gender. They know your age. They know where you're from. So they already know what you're probably gonna like. And right. then if you don't like it, they go, oh, well, this one's weird. Let's show them some weird stuff. And then next thing you know, they're storming the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ain't crazy. it true? Um, we did have, uh, we're coming to the end of the episode, Cam, but we did have one question uh, from Instagram from uh, fans and they wanted to ask, I guess, your thoughts and our thoughts on how to network in uh, in industry if you're an introvert, which is an interesting question. I don't really have that experience. Um, I, I'm Neat. pretty. Oh, I guess I, I do a little bit. Like maybe, maybe more than. I'm so sorry. Um, maybe like more so than yourselves, I guess, because you uh, guys have the. I think I bone. probably have the most experience with this. I'm pretty. I'm was a were pretty introverted person naturally, and definitely Sick. was way more so. I think you need to learn how to you like. It's like anything. You need to learn like talking to. Random people honestly doesn't come naturally to me, uh, and I had to I had to fucking learn it. I read I I read a, I remember I started in sales when I was eighteen, and I wasn't very good at it. And my sales manager, who was like the most charismatic person I've still I've ever met in my life, like he would do like thirty thousand dollars in sales every single fucking day, and I would maybe do like two hundred bucks. Uh, and and he recommended a few books, and I I read something that was really good that was like called how to win friends and influence people and it was a great book on just literally coming down to like how to talk to people and not even get things out of them but just prove your value to other people uh in a mutual way so like just letting people know your skills uh finding out what theirs are and doing a swap is basically what it is and i think like from someone who is who is still real naturally introverted you just have to learn how to do it and you've got to be a bit shit at it it's like anything and even then you know some people are uh, see i th- I think you you grew up playing a lot of video games and stuff as a teenager yeah. during that period of your life where you w- work out how to socialize in high school i mm. was doing a lot of sport like footy clubs mm-hmm. athletics clubs had people around me all the time of different ages like i used to have friends mm. that were younger than me older than me and stuff i think i got a lot of people skills just out of that I think if you are at that age, I know some young people listen to our podcast, you should actually go out of your way while you're young and like Join a learn team those skills. Not even yeah. do sport. It doesn't have to be sport, but like any community, like scouts, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like some kind of community where there's people of different ages because like I think you you speak to people like differently. And now when I go to like, as soon as I started stand-up, I mean, that's how I met Lewis and stuff. I used to go to places and be like, yeah. Lewis couldn't talk back to me, but I used to <laughs> hold it. I used to, like, he couldn't make oh, conversation <laughs> at all. I'm a I lot never, better at it now, but he is right. I never would have picked it. No, He's I terrible. Just, he, he I'm just not, it just doesn't come naturally. Me. He introduced wow. himself to me three times in a row, three weeks in a row. And by the third week, I was like, yeah, I know, I met you the last two weeks. Mm, He's yeah. like, oh. Third time was rude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think that a lot of people are surprised. But I think it's honest. Luke says it all the time because he knows me really well. He goes, I love seeing you turn it on. I can do it, but I have to turn it on. You know, I have to decide, all right, I'm going to do this. And I think that I've gotten, I think that I'm actually really good at networking and connecting with people. But that's just because I honestly, I just message people on Instagram when they've done something cool and I go, well done. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like if, I, if I like someone, I will tell them. Uh, and and I don't expect anything back. I don't really expect the same. I will just, you know, like I think that's how we connected. 
It is. I think yeah. I just messaged you and I was like, hey, this thing you did is cool. I can't remember what it was, but was, it was, was cool, so I told you. Fan of your comedy anyway. Like, I, that's awesome. Were, yeah, yeah. Um, I think you, like, you'd already won me over with a lot of stuff, but then, like, you sealed the deal with a fucking dream, dream world joke. <laughs> 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 that's a little I know you got in a lot of trouble for that, but like, yeah. fuck, man, that shit made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's. I should put that on TikTok. Actually, maybe get my account banned. Oh my god, you, yeah, yeah, that'll be the best two hours of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think Lewis is better at actually networking professionally, mm. for yeah. sure. Like, Lewis was the reason why we do our show out of the Misfits Studio. I didn't even. No, I think that my problem is it's a lack of. It's not that I can't talk to people. It's I don't make the effort to talk to people. I don't. I to even find out about new people. I didn't even know who the misfits were before mm-hmm. we moved in. Um, like it's just some of those things where I'm not very internety. I mm. just have my high school mates. I live a pretty normal life outside of this world. Like I have two worlds, and I separate the two. Yeah, heaps. I yeah. keep it very separate from my personal life. Like I've, they're starting to come, but you know, together now because it's just getting unavoidable because it is my life. Yeah. But um, I used to try and keep the two very separate. Like I have my comedy friends and my my high school friends, and now they, you know, kind of. But Lewis is way better at it. Like, but I was also better at like say the radio. Lewis was probably the reason why we got the job on radio. I was the reason why we kept the job. Yeah. Yeah. If that 100%. makes sense. Like yeah, I could go sense. into the room and like handshake all the bosses. I'm like, what, how was your weekend? Blah, blah. Like at the work parties, Lewis used to yeah. leave early. I was the one getting pissed with the bosses, getting that 1am chat, pounding them out at the end going, hell yeah, can't yeah. wait for that promotion, the big dog. <laughs> and then like just yeah. leaving. Money, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I think I'm better in the room, but Lewis is definitely better at getting into the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I would agree with that. And yeah, like the Misfits thing was, I think how I connected with them was I just messaged one of them and I was like, "Hey, I saw this and it was really good." I think honestly, that's a great fucking tip: is just be nice and tell people when they've done something cool, because not many people do. Like when you do something cool, not that many people will actually go, "Good on you, well done," and everyone wants to hear it. And if you do it. Mm. Not with the intention to network. Like I messaged you that and that was what, over a year ago. Yeah. And then I didn't expect anything from you and you didn't expect anything from me. It's just like setting up a thing and being nice and and then if something happens, awesome. But if something doesn't, it's still good because you had a pleasant interaction. Like literally just when someone does something cool, message them and go, That's cool. Or just send someone e- an email and go, Hey, I'm good at producing music if you ever need that let me know so true. like yeah. even i always remember people who just let me know what their skills are because i very rarely ever need it at that moment but i always remember when someone if i go oh fuck I, like a, a guy who is a producer midi i think he messaged me and he goes hey man i make songs and i didn't need him at all but then a few months later i wrote a song i'm like i need a producer reached out to him i remember that guy Totally, totally. There I mean, that's, that's how we found our, um, for our animation studio, our Foley artist was just a guy who's like, hey man, I see that like, you know, you do a lot of animations and like yeah. your, your sound, your, all your Foley is coming from this stock library. He's like, I make all my own, I'll do it for this, right? And I'm like, you know what, fuck yeah. And yeah, never look back. Yeah, it's like if you have a skill, let people know and when some, someone does something cool, tell them. That's, I do that. And- like, and it, it comes up like uh, I've needed people like, oh, I need a cameraman in Perth tonight, last minute. Mm. And like, I would go, oh, who do I know? Like, oh, that's right. Thing, and like, because they've mm. just told me in the past or people on my Discord, I, I remember like what skills they have and like, thing. And not, not that you're using people or whatever. It's just like, you know, it's interesting. It's, you keep it in mind in case you ever need it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, what would your advice be for networking, Campbell? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd back Lewis on like the DM compliment thing. Um, and even I'd also add to that, not when it's something that's like crazy big because their DMs will be flooded, but even on something that's like a little bit just like a regular kind of like, you know, like mm. a a regular good thing. I mean, yeah. both both will work, but like if you just want to get a bit more traction, probably don't message them well, when everybody's Well, messaging. yeah, if something gets 10 million views, like everyone reaches out then. Yeah, yeah, if- yeah. But if someone gives me a compliment and go, hey, man, I really like this little joke in this video that got 
you know, exactly. 50,000. I'm like, yeah, I like that joke too. It Dude, was totally. underappreciated. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a little bit of you that's like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I knew <laughs> yeah. it. I would actually <laughs> say that's very good advice is don't be the guy. Like it's like when people go, man, I love your You Don't Know Me videos. I'm like, oh, mm. cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> and it's yeah. like it's like the most base level com- like compliment because it's like yeah. yeah I mean those videos got like almost a billion views are probably Ooh. over like yeah, well smokes. over that by now so yeah. it's like wow. okay yeah like they create like they still get shared I saw again the other week like fourteen million uncredited it's like four years old like I see them they they get reposted like millions of, like yeah, yeah every time a year anyway hectic it's just funny though when people come up to me and go and they think I'm gonna be like <laughs> wow thank. Thank me ignoring No one's ever said that before. That's, you're unique. <laughs> like, and I do, it doesn't mean you don't appreciate it, but yeah. it's like also like, hey man, you think that's the thing I'm proud of? I just of? realized I've totally seen those videos as well and I loved them. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's fine. Yeah. I also like them. They're funny. Yeah, that's yeah, why I yeah. made them, right? Mm. Yeah. But it's like, it is one of those things. I'm sure there's some things that you've made that have gone hella viral. Oh, where you're totally. like, that's not my... Best I think every single creator like always has their video that went, you know, kind of average that they look at and go, that's my best one. You guys are wrong. Totally, you know, dude. Everyone yeah. does. Yeah. And I'm like, man. But then like when someone comes in and is just like, yeah, I really dug that one. I'm like, yeah. Thank you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew the world was wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think we've coming up to the to the end of this now, Cam. Um, why don't you uh, plug your book, let people know where and when they can get it. Hell yes. It's called Your Head is a Houseboat by me, Campbell Walker. Uh, chaotic guide to mental clarity and you can get it you can either pre-order it now on booktopia or amazon or link in my bio like figure that out or i believe it's also going to come out at just bookstores everywhere as well as like all the department stores like target big dub and kmart also wherever you want my mum works at a bookstore does she Mm. Tell her to order a few copies. <laughs> I will. I'll ask her if she has it in stock. I'll get a copy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, and, that's out uh, September 29th. Mm. Awesome. So, grab that. And finally, uh, Cam, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but at the end of every year, we host the official award show of the show, The Loogies, right? Ooh. And there is a very prestigious award. The most prestigious award of the year is Guest of the Year. Now, oh. every person who comes on our show as a guest is nominated okay. so and we give every guest the opportunity to say why they should be voted for so cam why should they vote for you for guest of the year that is a brilliant question oh my god i, I feel so put on the spot right now um <laughs> because i stutter because i say like and you know a lot mm-hmm. and maybe that's a point of difference in this polished world <laughs> baby not, the two hosts uh use those words frequently actually and ah. yeah. Some Fuck. people in the comments get very annoyed. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> well, then, I guess I didn't disrupt the vibe. <laughs> good. Great. That's a, that's a good pitch. I didn't disrupt the vibe. All right. <laughs> Keep it flowing. I- imitation is the best form of flattery, and we are <laughs> flattered. Thank you very much. Perfect. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, make sure you check out uh, Cam on all of his socials as well, and uh, thanks for joining us, mate. Really great episode. Search Struthless. Thank and it's you, guys. the Rainbow Man. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. (laughs) 